Okay, good morning, Masechet Babakamet Daf Yudchet. Chai, Shalashem, it should be a, a good Daf. Uh, we're starting at the bottom of, uh, of Yud Zayam with Bet. So we finished off with this question of Yav Rava. It's a by Rava, Darsal Kliv Loshevar Tov Nitkagelem Akomacheb Nishbar. So the animal trembled in a Kli, the Kli didn't break and it rolled over and then broke somewhere else. And then we brought Rabbah, which said Rabbah said it's a case of a manatvira tavarba. The, the same example of a guy throws a clee off the rock, off a roof, and the clee is busy falling down the, in, in the sky, and somebody comes and smashes it. At the end of the day, the guy who smashed it is, is part of it because the guy who threw it, he's chayev, it was going to break in a moment. The same thing over here, it should be. This animal kicked the, 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 the clee, and therefore the clee was going to break. Ah, it took a while to break, but when it broke, it was the, it was the goof of the animal causing it to break. It wasn't the koach, it wasn't shorot. That's what we said yesterday. And we said, according to Rava, it's resolved the question of Rava. But according to Rava, it was still a question. We said, Rava, me by, he's not so convinced what it was. So we dedicated to this morning, only Shmot, all those who have been killed, especially a few more soldiers who were killed yesterday, should be really for in the Shmot to him. And what up to him, Chatufim. You see, they found proof now in the hospitals of their moving. Uh, uh, Tostages in and out of hospital, but not not a lot of people though. It's very few still. You know, hospital Shifa stories to look at question. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then all our chayalim should be should be strong and the rain shouldn't affect them and they should be matzliach. Okay, so the Gemara now says for Ravid was a mibaila. So we end up here. So the Gemara tries to bring another proof now to try and answer Ravid's question. If the animal knocks the kli and the kli then breaks somewhere else, is that kochot? Is that guf? Or is it koach? Is it the animal or is it shrorot? Okay, and the difference would be whether it's chatsi nezek or nezek shalem. Because mm-hmm. according to our Aloha Sinai, if it's shrorot and it's koach, so then it is chatsi nezek. If it's guf, right, so then if it was regel, but then it would be a case of nezek shalem, correct? Mm-hmm. If it was uh, bedarko, if it wasn't bedarko, then it would be a toradah of keren, and then it would depend as well whether it was a muad or a... Or a, or a tam. Okay, everybody got that? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really the question. So he says, Toshma Hidus Eino Moad. So via Hidus, that was what Hidus was, right? Rashi Zavia, Rikidata Tanagolim. When the animals, when the chickens dance around, that's Eino Moad. Vyeshom, and some say, Harezi Moad, and some say, No, it is Moad. So he says, Well, what do you mean, Hidus? Hidus Akedatach. Hidus is not Moad. Look at Rashi, the very last answer of Rashi. Am I Lord Yahweh Moad? Why isn't that Moad? Ha-urchahi, that is urchah, that's what a chicken does. A chicken prances around. Okay, I, when I was in, in, in Yeshiva, we went, worked, worked on Masot Yitzchak HaMoshav, and one of my tafkirin for a few weeks was we did floor collections of chickens that lay eggs for hatching, by the way. It was a place where they actually grow the chickens. But the chickens are meant to lay, hatch their, lay their eggs in their little boxes, but they don't always. They lay a lot of eggs on the floor. So you go and do floor collections. When you, when you go and do a floor collection, you hold those like troughs, you know, that you put the chickens in, that the eggs in. You hold one in your left hand and one in your right hand. Why do you have one in your right hand? Because occasionally the roosters come after you and they go wild at you and you've got to clap that rooster to get it away from you. So when these things jump around, they, they're pretty dangerous. So they want to say, what do you mean? What? Hidus and Someone says, no, no, you're right. What are we speaking about? We're not talking about the hidus, the chicken jumping around. That's definitely muad. Talking about the chicken jumps around. In the process, it causes like a pebble or something to go flying off. The hitiz over here, they're flicking it off, right? That's the question. 
Is that or not? Look at Rashi. As a result of it prancing around and jumping around, it gets some vessel goes popping off in another, another direction. And it breaks. So the question is, So now the question is, is that chicken dancing around, causing the vessel to go flying off? Is that a muad or not? Is, chicken, is that like a standard where a chicken does it? So the one that says yes will say that that is goof. When the chicken kicks that clee off and goes flying off somewhere, that's the goof of the animal. If the chicken is muad, the one will say, no, you aren't. It's, it's not muad, will say, that's shorot. Okay, that's how the grossness is. He says, the master of karas linan. And therefore, it's from the, the, the actual the initial burst of the kick of the, of the chicken, that's what caused it to get damaged. Umar savar batar tavar manas. Then we go after the clee when it finally broke. And where did the clee finally break? It finally broke 10 meters down the line. How did it break there? Because the animal kicked it there, not from the animal actually breaking it, and that's like a sword, like a sword, it would be chatinezek. The woman said, no, 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 no. Look, that's not what we're talking about at all. But it is shurot. What we're speaking about, the question is not whether that is the case of gufo or koho. He says, yeah, the machloket is, but it Look at Rashi. But shavru the chicken kicked off a stone or something. And that stone then went and killed and, and broke the clee. Right? For who lona The chicken itself didn't touch the clee, says Rashi. So mind Amar Muad Savalak Sumchus. The one who says Muad doesn't actually mean it's Muad and the chicken did it every single time. But he holds Sumchus. What does Sumchus say? Sumchus says Tshorot is Nezek. How much? Shalem. Tshor Sumchus. Nezek Shalem. Right? Umad Amar Eino Muad. And the one who says he's not Muad, Sablak Rabbanan. So according to this, the term Muadavi has a euphemism. It doesn't actually mean Muad. It just means that Tzumchus always says that Tzorot is Nezek Shalem, which is like Muad. And Chachamim say that, that the animal is not Muad, means means Chatsi Nezek. That's what the girl wants to say. So we haven't really, so bottom line, we haven't really proved our question of Rava. Because we ended up saying, no, this is a machloket around Tzumchus and Rabbanan. This isn't actually a question of whether we go after the koach of the animal, the goof, or we go after, sorry, the goof of the animal, we go after the koach of the animal. Right? Everybody with me? Mm-hmm. We haven't proved the answer. So now the group starts again. So it says, okay, let's try and start again. Toshma, Tarnagolin, Shayum, Chatatin, Bechevildli. So chickens were busy pecking at this, the rope of a bucket. Venifsaka Chevel, and as a result, the, the rope uh, snapped, tore. The Nishbaradli, so now what happened is there was this lee, this bucket suspended by rope. The, ch- the chickens came and pecked at the rope. The rope tore, and the bucket now fell down and broke. Okay, the Nishbaradli, Adli. Meshamin Nezek Shalem. See, the Tanakamitz over here, we pay Nezek Shalem. Ah, so what do we see? Why do we pay Nezek Shalem? Look at Rashi Nishbaradli. Rashi is Kesal Kedatak. At the moment, the Hava Amin is, we think, we're not sure. The clee went rolling down the hill and broke. And we said we pay Nezek Shalem. That seems to be proof over here that even though the chickens pecked at the rope and the rope tore and now the, the bucket goes falling down and rolling down and breaks, that pay Nezek Shalem seems to be that the, it's considered goof. The fact that the chickens pecked at the rope caused the bucket to break as if the chickens actually caused the bucket to break. Not Shorot, that seems to be goof, not, not Koach. The Gemara says, no, 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 that's not the case at all. 
right? Tries to knock this one out. Tirgama, right? The way that the Gemara explained it, when the Gemara says over here, Tirgama, Achevel, right? That uh, to explain this, Tirgama, that, that what are you talking about? Achevel. That when we said over here, Meshamim, Nezek, Shalem, we aren't talking about the bucket. Talk about the rope. That's what you're going to pay for the rope. So Gemara says, what do you mean? Is that a, is that a have I mean at all? For chickens to peck at the ropes, right? Look at Rashi. Right? We said that when, what's the chick, what is Shen Chaya for? Shen is Muad le Ra'uila. And not Shen Ra'uila. Now chickens don't eat ropes. So why would it be Chenezek Shalem over there? The rope is pashut mashunets. That's not the way the chicken. That's not a ra'uila. That's ain't a ra'uila. And ain't a ra'uila. We said if a chicken ate a soccer ball, right, it wouldn't be chayev. So why would we chayev for the for the rope, right? Why chayev mashunet? Look at Rashi. But mashunet if the ain't derech she ain't cholit she ain't ra'uila. The chatzin ezek should be chatzin ezek. No, 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 no. The maus pelisha. What do you mean maus pelisha? It's full of. It's got a whole lot of dough wrapped around the rope, and that already is chickens do that. If there's dough on the rope, they come and they eat the dough. And the other rope tore, but they were actually picking that something a chicken would do. The words well, I understand, but the brighter said clearly, the brighter says, We're discussing the glee breaking, not the rope breaking. What do you mean we're discussing the rope? We're discussing the, 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 the bucket. The word says, You know what? You're right. This is sumchus. This is again not a proof of anything. This is sumchus. The Amar. Tsurot nezek shalem mishlam. You're right. It's 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 it's, uh, it's shorot. Really, the animal picked at the at the rope, right? And, and as a result, the rope broke, and that is uh, kedarko. And the rope then broke, and as a result, of the rope breaking breaking the, the bucket rolled off the rope, buck, 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 and broke. And that's shorot. And why is it nezek shalem? This is not answer at all whatsoever to our question of Rava. This is a case of sumchus. Sumchus says nezek shalem because of shorot. What's that? I understand. Is sumchus. Now we haven't got the bright in front of us. The Gemara brings the bright. That bright we saw in second line. Talagorin shayu mechatim mechevel dli. They were busy chewing at a, at a rope, and the and, and the rope broke, and the bucket broke. Misaden shalem and the bright. The safer that bright says nitazmi menushever. If something else popped out, right? V'nafal al kliacher. So let's say this bucket broke, and then a part of that bucket shot off, and fell in another bucket, another kli v'shavra. On the first bucket, if it's, we're saying now that it's Sumchus. Our question is, if this is Sumchus, the Sefer that says on the first bucket you pay Nezek Shalem, on the second bucket you only pay Chatsi Nezek. Now wait a second. If it's Sumchus, is Sumchus anywhere for Nitaz, for Choro, to say Chatsi Nezek? No. Maybe, maybe you know what, maybe. Vechitam. Now, what's a vechitam? We know vechitam, right? Vechitam means we're going to present a, pop, a possible answer, but it's not that it can't be. Was ah, you know what? Maybe vechitam meshani leilu sumchus. Maybe even sumchus makes a distinction. Veinezek kocho lekoach kocho. Sumchus matzah. You know what? There's actually three kochot in the world. There's the actual the 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 the, the goof when the animal does something with his goof. And then there's the koach, the, the, the byproduct of that. And that would be tsorot. And on that, Tzumchus will say there's no difference between that and the guf. It's always nezek shalem. 
And then there's the koach, the koach, the byproduct of the byproduct. And that might be like a, a second, uh, 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 second removed. So there's the goof. And so the, let's say the wings, for example, of a bird. Let's use a bird as an example. So the word flaps, the bird flaps its wings and with its wing it smashes something. That, everybody agrees that's goof, right? Mm-hmm. But if the word flaps its wings and the wind from the wings smashes something, then according to Sumchus, and we all say that's Shorot, Sumchus says the direct wind, that koach of the goof is also Nezek Shaleh. But now when you, the wind smashed, caused the cleat to fall and break, if that kli now falls in another kli, that's now the koach of the koach, even Sumchus might say that's chatzin nezek. And then we can understand this Mishnah. This brighter works beautifully. Why? Because we can say Sumchus says on the original kli, there's nezek shalem because that's chorot, but the koach of the chorot is only chatzin nezek. Maybe. There's a word that says, Bechit, Taima, Sha'ilal Sumchus. By nezek, Klaasnopi. By nezek, koach, kocho, le kocho, kocho. The word says, but that doesn't make sense. Why does that make sense? Well, hard to buy Rav Ashi. Rav Ashi, once, Rav Ashi asked a question. I'll see it in tomorrow's daf. Rav Ashi asked a question. What was his question? Koach, kocho le sumchus ke kocho dami or lo ke kocho dami? Rav Ashi asked that question. Does sumchus make a distinction between the initial koach, the air from the wind of the wings, and the fact that the kli that broke from the wind of the wings broke another kli and that kli breaks? Does it make a difference? Rav Ashi asked that question. Now, if our Gemara here, if the safe of this brighter was making a distinction between Koach and Koach the Koach, Tifshot laid the love Kochodami. We could make an answer and say, yeah, look, here's the brighter. No, it's not. Sumchus distinguishes between Koach and Koach the Koach from our brighter. Nezek Shalem for the first Kli. Chatzin for the second Kli. And we don't use it. It's not in the that Gemara doesn't use it as the answer. So therefore, the Gemara says, Elalav Rabbananus. That cards, our brother called me Sumchus. Everybody with me? Mm-hmm. Everybody follow that? I'll go through one more time. Okay. We said, maybe, the Gemara says, you know what? This is Sumchus. The bright is Sumchus. Where they nibbled at the ropes, and the ropes caused the key to break. And now the key breaks, and, the pace, and, and, and they go to pay Nezik Shalem. That's not proof at all of us. That is Sumchus. The Gemara says, well, how can it be Sumchus? Because the safe of that same brighter says that if that key that broke when they nibbled the rope, caused another cleat to break. The first cleat is Nezek Shalem, full Nezek, and the second cleat is only Chatzin Nezek. Now, where does Sumchus get Chatzin Nezek from at all? Sumchus says that, you know, maybe Sumchus makes a distinction between the first cleat that broke and then the cleat that broke as a result of that cleat that broke. Because that can't be, because in tomorrow's death, we have actually asked the question, does Sumchus distinguish between first generation Tzorot and second generation Tzorot? And we never answered yes. And if it was the case that, that obviously that our Gemara is, our brighter is Sumchus, we should have said to Ravashi, yeah, they're brighter from yesterday's daf. Tomorrow we could say yesterday's daf, we saw Sumchus, and we never said that. So therefore it's clear that Chachamim understood that Sumchus makes no distinction whatsoever between the first key that breaks and the second key that breaks, they're all Nezek Shalem. Everybody got that? Okay, we move on? Yeah. Right. So therefore the Gemara says, therefore, Ella, it must be Rabbanan. Ella love Rabbanan he. So it was I for Rabbanan, Shmamina. Right? That we're talking here, remember, about the rope. Batami karazlina. We're talking about the rope and we're going after, after, after. The Gemara says like this. Amrabi Barabaya. Right? So the Gemara says, no, that can't be, that's not what we learned, not the case. And therefore, the reason why I said the rope is, uh, no, no, we haven't got this. I don't know why I said the rope, to be honest with you. Uh, why are we talking about the rope and not the bucket? 
Because the chicken pecked the road, but the brighter seemed to say, the brighter said clearly, So therefore, if it's Nezek Shalem, if Batar Mikara Azina, then maybe once again, this is actually the answer to Rava then. Right, it's the answer to Rava that the chicken, even if he broke the Dli, because we go after the fact the animal broke the rope, and therefore the, the bucket broke as a result of them pecking off the rope, and, and if they damaged the Kli. Mm-hmm. That's what the Gemara That's what the Gemara wants to say, correct? The Gemara says, no. That's not what happened. What happened over here was, it wasn't that the chicken just nibbled at the rope and the rope then caused the, 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 the bucket to break. They actually, well, look at Rashi. What does he mean? The ka'azil mine mine. It was a gradual process. Look at Rashi. The ka'azil dli, the bucket, mine mine, went bit by bit. The tarnagol, the azle mine mine, the tarnagol. Velo anishmarede gilgulem makom acher. It was that the bucket fell off the, off the ropes and rolled and broke. The chicken, once the bucket fell off the rope, the chicken then started playing with the bucket or with his clee mm-hmm. and was playing around with it until eventually the chicken broke it. Everybody with me? So, are you with me? Okay. Right? So that's what was happening over here. So this is not a proof at all. We're not discussing any more at all of the, of the original question of breaking something or causing something to be caused and breaking to see whether we go after the goof or after the koach. Okay? Everybody got it, Clifford? Right? All right, so now, by Rava. So now, we, we didn't really answer that question, by the way, of Rava. Rava's got another kasha. Chatsi nezek tshurot. When we've got this chatsi nezek tshurot, we know that according to Chachamim, Chatsi Nezek is short, is only half damages. But now comes the interesting question. Mi Gufo Meshalem or Mi Aliyah Meshalem. Now we know that when we've got a short Muad or a short Tam, so we know that short Tam only pays from me. Me? Mi Gufo, the short Tam pays from Mi Gufo, right? The Chatsi Nezek up to the value of the animal, of the, of the value of the ox. Short Muad. Pays from mi aliyah. It's got to, if, you, if the oxygen is worth enough, it's not our problem. Go find money. Right? So the question is this tsrorot, which is a halokha lemoshe mi sinai, that you're paying chatsi nezek, is it like tam chatsi nezek, which you only pay mi gufa on the value of the animal of the, of the animal causing the damage? Or no, it's exactly katu that you've got to pay chatsi nezek, but really tsrorot is a toladara member of what? Of what's to, what's to die of of regil, and regil we say is always muad when it's kedarko, correct? So it's shorot exerakatu midoraita that you only pay chati nezek, but really it's mi aliyah, and therefore even if the animal wasn't worth the, half the damages, you got to go and find the money. Or do we say no? It's like all cases of chati nezek, and you only limit it to the value of the animal migufo. Question clear, right? That's our question. That's what Rava asks. So he said like that, Migufo Meshale, and I explains the question. Migufo Meshale, why would you pay for Miguf? The law Ashkachan, Chatsi Nezik, the Meshale Meadiyak. Because as a rule, Chatsi Nezik is limited to, uh, to the value of the ox, of the animal. Or Dilma, no. Or maybe you Mialia Meshale. Why? 
Because what is Urche? Urche is as opposed to Meshune, right? Urche means that's what the animal does. So the animal is a Muad. And here with Sorot, the animal is a Muad, just as Xerida Katub, that you only pay. Uh, that you only pay the Chatzinezek. But at the end of the day, it's a Muad. It's off the shin. It goes off the regal. Sorry, off the regal. So maybe it should be like a Muad, just as a, a discount because of Chatzinezek. Or maybe no, it's like all Tums, and therefore it should be Mi'aliyah. That's the other way around. It's like all Tums, therefore Shom Gufo, or really it's like all Muads, just as a discount, and you only pay uh, Mi Gufo, maybe not, maybe pay from Aliyah as well. Okay? Right, that's, the, that's Rabbi's question. Let's try and solve this with Toshma from our Brutalist Bright already. Hidus and Amuad. The Hashemim, Harez Amuad. We start bright from the beginning of the Amud. That Hidus, when this chicken jumps around, is not Muad. And some said, Is Muad. What do you mean? Hidus, Salkan What do you mean? Hidus, obviously Hidus is Muad. The chicken does. The chicken dances around. Elelav, Hidus, Vehitis. Again, we're talking about over here when the chicken uh, jumps around and it's not jumping around. It kicks out a pebble and that pebble now causes smashing. That is Sorot. Right? Some say Muad and some say not Muad. That's a Machloket. The one who and that's a machloket. The Tanakhama says Eino Muad and the and Yesh Omri Muad. So he says, yeah, what's the machloket? The one who says Eino Muad Tanakhama, he says, what does it mean Eino Muad? He means Eino Muad in the sense that you're gonna that chazi nezek that you're gonna pay because of chorot me gufo meshalem. It's limited to the value of the chicken itself. The man and the Yesh Omri who says Muad that says Muad. What does he mean by Muad? That's what he means, Muad. He means Muad, yeah, it's been used as euphemism for, 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 uh, uh, for, for, for Aliyah. When we said Muad, we mean like a Muad who pays the, the, the whole value, no matter what the value of the animal causing damage is. And the one who says, oh, no, Muad means, no, you only pay limited like a tam, which is, a, which, which is up to the value of the animal. Okay, makes sense. The one says, no, 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 that's not correct. That machlokadet tanakam and rachachamim there is the plukti de sumchus for rabban and kemiflegei. That's the machlokadet. The one who says muad means that it's shorot is nezek shalem, and the one who says einot shorot is einot muad means chazi nezek. That's what it's about. Nothing to do with that sugya. It doesn't help us with rab at all. Clear? Everybody with me? The one says, "Okay, let's try and prove again." Now it's brighter. Toshma hakelev shatal charra. Charra is like a piece of cake or a piece of biscuit, whatever the case is. But now he took it off the fire, pita, let's say a pit, piece of pita. It was a pita on an open tabun, mm-hmm. right? And, he, and the dog really came and grabbed that pita, and on the pita was a bit of coals, right? He went and ate it in a nice place where there's a mound there of grains, okay? He went to find a quiet spot to eat. There had to be a big pile there of, of, of hay, and, he, and, he, and he put the, the, the dog put the pita down to chew the pita. And in the process, he ate the pita. The whole thing catches a lot. So, and the brighter says, mm-hmm. on, the, on the bread itself, he pays nezek shalem, look at Rashi, ala gadish, ala charara, uh, where is the Rashi there, look at Rashi, because that shen, that's what a dog does, a dog takes food and eats food. So when it's eating food, it's kadarka, it's kadarka, it's urche, and urche we know, it's shen, it's Shen is right, and Shen, it's obvious it's at the moment, right? Shen is in Kedarke, is Nezek Shaleh. Vahadlakat Gadish, that is Shorot, the burning of the pile of hay, that's Shorot, that's the offshoot, that's the Koach. Right? The Enuelel Kocho, that's Koach. Shehu Meniach Kanaka, we put the coals down, and the dog goes away, but to let them come here. Vahamat Nitini Bepirkin, 
And that's exactly our sugya. So that's what he wants to say. Ha ma time la mishum da bil ayut shoro. Vatanya la mishalim khatinizik mi gufo. Alakhar mishalim zik shalim vala grishma shalim khatinizik. The words that beautiful. Now the Gemara says, Vatizba, you think so? Is that a fact? Can't be. Why can't it be that he's paying the tsorot mi gufo? The Gemara says like this. Vatizba, look at Rashi. Vatizba mishum tsorot ki urchayu mechayevla. And you think it's because of tsorot, but isn't tsorot or chayu? When he calls short in the way that he went, he's mechayivla. Because Rabbi Elazar, I think you're going to read the Gemara like this. I'll tell you why it's a in this Gemara. If you take one moment and you look at Rabbeinu Hananiah, right? Almost now the Gemara, a little bit higher up, it says there, Vakshinan. Can you also see that Rabbeinu Hananiah there that says Vakshinan? Right? Vakshinan, Iya Achil Rabbi Elazar, the Amar, Ala Gadish, Nezek Shalemi Gufo, Look what Rabbi Chanel said. I spent a lot of time here looking for the Shabbat Because if you look at the Meshor Lashasa over here, which sends us off to uh, to a daf on Kaf Alpha Mulbet, but there's no Rabbi Lazar over there, so I couldn't find the Rabbi Lazar. So I eventually looked at Rabbi Chananel. I should look there first. And he says like this. He says, "Vaha the Rabbi Lazar lo ashkachan la behed yahech itmara." We don't know where he said it. Yeah, the Gemara seems to that Rabbi Lazar said this. So the Gemara says, the best Rabbi Lazar. You want to say that we're talking about Sorot on the on the on the on the on the on the, on the Gadish? But we tell Rabbi Lazar, Nezek Shalei Migufe Mi Ashkechan. Where do we find Rabbi Lazar who says that you pay Nezek Shalei Migufo? Ella, right? So, so the Gemara says, Kasha over here, because we want to say that on the on the uh, on the Charar Meshalei Nezek Shalei, ala Gadish Meshalei Chatzin Nezek. You must say, it can't be, because where do we find Rabbi Lazar who says on that Nezek Shalem, you pay me gufe. That this Nezek Shalem, you pay from the guf. Now we know that as a rule, Nezek Shalem by definition is always, when, it's, when, when the short Muad pays and damages from the Aliyah. So Nezek Shalem seems to be Aliyah, not from guf. They want to understand that Rabbi Lazar would have said somewhere that this Nezek Shalem would be from the guf. They want to say, therefore, it can't be that the Nezek Shalem is, uh, is on the Tzorot, Oh, is on the is on the on the on the gachelet, on the on the charra, sorry, because it's implied over here that all this kolasina ve'elukia labishum da habelut short v'taila labishum chazi nezik migufo, and Rabbi Lazar says it's nezik shalem. So the machloket the Gemara understands is between the kama that the chazi nezik is paid migufo, and Rabbi Lazar says it's nezik shalem, but they don't argue about where it's paid from. So if you say that the Nezek, Chatzin sh- sh- Nezek is from Igufo for the Tzorot, then you imply that Rabbi Lazar is saying that Nezek Shalem is from Igufo. But where do we get anywhere that Nezek Shalem is ever paid Igufo? Which is difficult to begin with because that's the most whole question. Is Tzorot Shalem, is it like a Muad or like a Muad? So what's Eric going, the Shani Baha'i Begachelet. What's going on over here? He says, no. He says, the Shani La Begachelet. Ready with the Gachelet, there was a bit of a difference. What was the difference? She natla befiv vehenicha. He actually took the Gachelet and put it there on the Gadish. The Hainu Shinui. Which means that it's no longer a Shen. It now becomes a Tolada. If it's not Ka'urche, if the animal acted in a way which isn't according to the normal way that it's acting with its mouth, then it becomes a Shinui, right? If it's Shinui, then it is a Tolada of? Tolada of? Karen. Correct? Once it's not acting ke'urche, the words eating with a shen is darko. 
once it takes, uses its mouth to do something else, not to eat, that's no longer shen. That's caring. Everybody got that? Right? That's what's okay. And now remember we had a question the other day, remember we saw this already. On Dafyu Dalwir Machloket Rabbi Tarfon Rabbanan. Remember? Go to you Dalit. Right? We had that over there on as we brought it and we saw it and then we we quoted the Mishnah was a bright as well, and we quoted the Mishnah on Kaf Dalit, I think it was. Yudalamud Aleph. Right, what do we see in Yudalamud Aleph? We saw Machloket with Rabbi Tarfon. We said, uh, I actually didn't mark this, unfortunately. I don't know where to. Any, somebody, anybody find it? Rabbi Tarfon here, right? Look at the bottom there. Rabbi Mishmai, Rabbi Amaka, Kula Rabbi Tarfon here. Umar Zeul, Lola Zeul, Lola Zeul, Le Pairot, El Dechad, Blazeshvarim, Kabeshen, Havila Chatzer, and Isaac, the Gabekirin, Havila Shudar Rabbi. So we saw that Rabbi, Rabbi Tarfon was the one who said that when we had the case of the Mazik, Brushut Hanizak, and we saw in the brighter that Chachamim say, the question was, how many Mu'adim are there? Now, Mishnah said there are five Mu'adim. They said there are five Tamimim and five Mu'adim. And one of them was a Shor Mu'ad, and one of them was a Mazik, Brushut Hanizak. That, the, that the, any animal, if it's a Tam, if it's in the Nizak's premises, it becomes a Mu'ad, remember? And we said, there was Rabbi Tarfon, not Rabbi Nan. So that's what he said over here. That our Gemara Rabbi said Rabbi Lazar holds like Rabbi Tarfon. The Amar Meshune Keren Bechatzer Hanizak Nezek Shalem Meshalem. That's what's going on over here. It's not a case of the Tzor of of Koach and Guf and the Gadish. And they said no. Why does Rabbi Lazar say Nezek Shalem and Migufo? Not Migufo Nezek Shalem because it's a case of Rabbi Tarfon, where whenever the damaging party is in the damaged party's premises, it's Nezek Shalem. Okay? So Gemara says, Velohi. But no, 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 that's not even, that, that, that's not the answer, says the Gemara. That can't be, that's not the answer. We're discussing either. Gemara says, Velohi. Right? Okay, it says, My timer. Mukemet lak Rabbi Tarfon. Why does he hold like Rabbi Mishum Nezek Shalem? So he says, Ma time will come like Rabbi Tarfon, Mishum Nezek Shalem. Rabbi Lada Savar Kasum Chutamat Shorit Nezek Shalem Shalem. The Savar like Rabbi Yehuda. The Amar Tzad Tamut Omer. So the question is, no, a different story altogether. It says, and we understand that really Rabbi Nezah holds like Sumchus. And Sumchus says what? That Nezek Shalem, you always pay Nezek Shalem on Tzorot. And now Rabbi Lazar has got, got a bit of a combination. The Savalak Rabbi Yehuda. Watch that. Remember, in the first case he paid, we said uh, Nezek, we said Chatzin Nezek, Nezek, Nezek Shalem on the, on, the, uh, on, the, on the Harara and Chatzin Nezek on the Gadish. So why is he paying Chatzinezek on the Gadish? Chatzinezek on the Gadish is Tzorot when the fire catches at a light. So therefore it should be if it's Sumchus like, like Nezek Shalem. Listen to what he says. It's a little bit more complicated. He says, really he holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, and we're going to see this as well. We see this a couple of Daf Talmud, Lamatet, that Rabbi Yehuda says you always, even when you pay Nezek Shalem, now please follow me on this carefully. A little bit, little bit complicated. Even when you pay Nezek Shalem, Nezek Shalem is made up of two parts. The Chatsi Nezek, when the animal was a Tam, is from where? From Guf or from Yaliyah? Where is that from? From Guf. says the Chatsi, half of it, is always only limited to the animal's value. And the other half of it is from the Aliyah. So let's say, for example, if I understand this correctly, an animal causes damage to an animal, an expensive animal, a prize bull that's worth 10,000 shekels. 
don't think that's expensive for a boy. I don't know. And your ox is a simple yard ox that's worth a thousand shekels. So now you've got to pay Nezek Shalem. So 50% of that ox will be 5,000 shekels. But your ox is only worth 1,000 shekels. So on the first 5,000 shekels, you only have to pay 1,000 shekels. Because there's always half the Nezek is because of a tum. And half the Nezek, the extra, because a tum always pays half the Nezek and that's limited to the goof of the animal. The extra half is a step already already be aliyah. Says Yabihuda, it's a big cool of this. The first half is limited to the value of your animal. So you only pay a thousand for the first five thousand. And the second five thousand go sell your house. Right? So therefore, you, how much would you end up paying for the animal really? Not ten, you're paying six. Mm-hmm. That's what Yabihuda says. So that's why Rabbi Lazar Rabbi says that on the... On the Kharara, there's Chatzin Nezek Shalem, and then Chatzin Nezek on the Gadish. You already pay a full Nezek on the Gadish, but the Tzad Timimut you pay half. Look what he says over here. Tzad Timimut Bimakamenet. Vechiketani mi gufo at Tzad Tamut. And therefore, because our question was, how could Rabbi Lazar ever say that you pay, right, from the guf Chatzin Nezek, or the Tzorot from the guf? Nezek Shalem, sorry, from the Chatzin Nezek. How do you ever Chatzin Nezek from the goof? Because Chatzin Nezek is never limited to the goof. He says, no. That's what he means over here. On the Tzad Tamut, you're going to pay from the goof. Right? And I'm going to have some of the of Ashi de Ravina. And more, the Shaman de Rabbi Yudim, Batam, Venase Muad. He says, that, uh, that would make sense, mistake. So I accept that whole sphere of yours. They'll be explaining Rabbi Lazar that really holds like Rabbi Yudim. And Rabbi Yudim says that on the Tam part, you're going to always pay 50%. And on the Muad, you're going to pay from the Aliyah, only the first 50 from the goof. But when Rabbi Yudim says that, that's in a case where there's an animal who once was a Tam and became a Muad. Mm-hmm. But in our deed of Tzorot, is there ever the case of a Tam becoming a Muad? No. It's a Gerida Katuv. The first time the animal kicks out a pebble, Chachamim say you pay Chatsi Nezek, and Sumchu says, how much? Nezek Shaleh. It was never a Tam becoming a Muad. So when Rabbi Yudah said that we split the difference between Tam up to the level of Guf and the Chatsi, the next Chatsi to me, Aliyah, that's the animal once was a Tam, and now it became a Muad. But in short, it never became, a, it was never a Tam to become a Muad. It was a Muad from day one. So now how do you explain Rabbi Lazar according to Rabbi Yudah? What are you following? Yeah. Right? So that's his question. He says, I'm a layer of some, a of Ashi, Ravina. But look at Rashi. Right? So he says over there, Where did you hear that? Look at Rashi. It never had a tmut me olam to be limited to gufo. Our question of Ravas was, is tshorot me gufo or tshorot me aliyah? Now, how do you tell me that it's nezek shalem, but only chatsi from me gufo and the rest from me aliyah? That works well when there could have been a tam that became a muad, but this was tam never, sorry, this was only muad, right? The evil tshorot says Rashi, kiurche mukemetla, that's darko. You can't say it from Rabbi Lazar. We can prove it comes from Migufo. He wants to Really, what Rabbi Lazar was speaking about in this writing, which we don't know where it is, by the way. Remember, bear in mind, this whole sugya is around Rabbi Elazar, that we don't even know where he said it. And Rabbi Nuchanan points out that we can't find it. Okay? He says, it's already, the Bachlok is about it, and it became a muad. Now here comes the question. This is really the Machloket. Mar Savar Yesh Ha'ada'alat Sorot Mar Savar Ha'ada'alat Sorot 
Amazing. He says, you know what the Mahlokit is? This concept of Tshorot, we thought up until now that everybody agrees that Tshorot is only a case of an animal kissing a pebble. And even though it's the first time it does that, that's Tshorot and Yuchayev. So the Xerakatuv we understood the contrary banana is Khatsi Nezek. Sumcho says no, Nezek Shale. So they go, no, 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 they actually machloket. You can become a muad betsorot, an animal who's used to kicking up stones. And that's Rabbi Lazar says that you're gonna pay Nezek Shale because it's now muad, like any muad, it's a muad. If it was a tam tsorot, then you only pay Khatsi Nezek. Rabbi Gamora says, Umar Sabah ain't a tsorot. Rabbi Gamora says, what are you talking about? In a hard to buy your rabba. But one second, there's another question that Rabbi asked. It, and that's Rabbi's question. Yesha Is it remember we're in the middle of trying to answer Rabbi's first question. What was Rabbi's first question? Or Rabbi's second question? The first question we asked yesterday was in regards to the clee or the quark. The quark, we never answered that question. But Rabbi's second question, which we're busy answering now, is is this sorot, which Rabbi understands according to Rabbana and being Khatzinezek. Is that a chatzin from the gufa from the aliyah? Are you with me? Remember that, right? That was our question we started with. We haven't answered that question yet. The Gemara says, no, really the machloket between Rabbi Lazar and Chachamim is a, a muad or a tam tshorot. The Gemara says, wait a second, that's another question of Rabbis. Look at Adah by Rabbah. Yesh ha'adal tshorot or ain't ha'adal tshorot? Is there or isn't there ha'adal tshorot? Il Rabbanan ain't ha'adal tshorot. Right? If it's Rabbanan, so then it, there isn't such a thing because you always chatzin ezek for tshorot always. Il Rabbi Lazar, so then Yesh had the Alat It seems that that's the case. The contrary, Rabbi Lazar is had the Alat Sorot. And that's when you pay Nezek Shale. So Rabbi and Sulegomor said like this, Amalach Rabbi, Rabbi would respond to you. Right? Right? And Rabbi would respond to you, how come this story didn't solve our problem? Because this should be a beautiful proof to Rabbi now. Good answer to Rabbi. Yes! Machloket, Chachamim and Rabbi and Rabbi Lazar. Chachamim said there's no had the Alat Sorot. And Rabbi Lazar says there is had the Sorot. Because Rabbi said, no, that's not such a, you haven't helped me. My question is really I'm asking within the Machloket of Rabbanan and Sumchus, who Sumchus says that Sorot is always Meshalem Nezek Shalem, and Rabbanan who says that you're always paying Chatzin Nezek. My question is according to Rabbanan there who argue with Sumchus. The fact that Sumchus says Nezek Shalem, Nezek Shalem by definition implies what? Aliyah. Right? Nezek Shabbat, the definition implies Aliyah. It means Nezek Shalem. The short animal got 10,000 shekels and your shores are only 1,000 shekels. That's my problem. Go find the money. So Rabbanan, who argue with Subchus, if I understand Rabbi's question, what Rabbi's saying is, my question was, yeah, Rabbanan and Subchus are arguing, are they arguing as well about Aliyah and Gufo or are they only arguing about Shalem and Chatzin Nezek? Uh, and Chatzin Nezek. That's what Rabbi says. Right? Abal Hacha, but yeah, Bain Rabbanan, Bain Rabbi Lazar, but in this Machlok between Rabbanan, both Rabbanan and Rabbi Lazar, it seems like in that Machlok there, Rabbanan and Subchus all agree, right? That really you should be paying because it seems to be there's no Machlok with this good form Aliyah. So why did Rabbanan say? That you pay chatzin ezek, because it seems like in principle they actually agree. Some should be nezek shalem. The shani velo iad, right? Because the animal over here, the tsorot, right? He says the shani, right? Velo iad. Now 
I'll be honest with you, I'm not 100% what it means over here, but it seems that the animal was acting in a way which wasn't in the normal way of working. And therefore, by definition, can't become a muad. Think. And in the other, Ubeplukted Rabbi Tarfum Rabbanan Kemiflegai. And that's really the Machloket, Rabbi Tarfum Rabbanan. What was the Machloket Rabbi Tarfum Rabbanan? Rabbanan said that the Mazik in the Shora, in the, in the Chatzira Nizak, only, it doesn't pay Nezik Shalem, it's not considered a Muad Merosh. And Rabbi Tarfum said, no, an animal that goes into the Nezak's yard is always called a Muad, even if it's a, even if it's a Tam. So the Gemara sort of has a kasha now on that answer over there. It says, what Amor is Shamat El Rabbi Tarfo, Nedek Shalem, Migufo, Mishamat. It says, but wait a second, how does that help us? What do you mean that the Machloket Rabbanan and Sumchus there is around Rabbi Tarfo? All you can tell me about Rabbi Tarfo is that he says that you pay Nezek Shalem when you're in the yard of the Nizak, because Rabbi Tarfo is of the opinion that as soon as my animal steps into your backyard, I don't care anymore if it's a Muad or a Tam. The fact that you came into my backyard, you're responsible for all my damages. Mm-hmm. Right? But where do we see that Rabbi Tarfon would ever say that the Nezek Shalem of this animal would be me goof? Which means there's a kula over here. Because what you're telling me is that Rabbi Tarfon would say that even though when I tell you that your animal walks into my yard, becomes a muad, if it's not really a muad, but it's a tam, it's a muad in the sense that it's got to pay me full damages, but it's still got a side of a tam to it that the damages are limited to the value of the animal. Where do we see that? That's really a massive chidush, right? We never saw that anywhere yesterday or a few days. We've been looking into Rabbi Tarfon now for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. It's a huge kula that, right? Because it means Rabbi Tarfon actually only, only got half teeth. It's like it's a muad, but it's not really a muad. Because it's a muad limited to the value of the animal. That's a difficult one. The one says, yes. He says, where will I tell you this? From a Karen Mirushuta Rabbim. Now, what is the din of a Karen Mirushuta Rabbim? Let's go back now to our very beginning. What did we say with regard to a shor now Karen? Let's talk about Karen, which has got Tam and Muad. So we say like this. A shor Bishuta Rabbim. A shor Bishuta Rabbim. Urche, what's the damages? Right? A shor bishra rabim, right? So a shor bishra, it's a shor, a shor, a tam is chazi dezek, a shor muad is nedek shalem, but bishra rabim ka urche, we patur. If it's a tam. If it's a tam. The note says it is no. Right, so shen regular we said is only in the nizak. Right, that's only it's a muad in the nizak. A shore in Shrabim, Kashob Shram would be Khatinezik. Correct, even a public place. Correct, okay, that's right. I got confused there for a second, right? So look over here, so look what he says over here. The Gemara wants to bring a Kalvachome. So we said, where do we know that Rabbi Tafum would say that you only pay limited to be goofful? So he says, from, from bringing it from Karen Shrabim, look at Rashi, what's Karen Mishuta Rabim? Right, which we saw in our Mishnah, which a Karen Shibruta Rabim is uh, is is Nezek. So look at Rashi. So he wants to learn a Kalva Chomer from a Karen Mishuta Rabim. Now a Karen Mishuta Rabim pays Chatzinezek. 
And Chatsi Nezek, by definition, is where? From Gufo. Only from the value of the animal, not from all the value of the animal. So have a look in the Gemara now. Now, what's the Kabachomer? The Kabachomer over here is, right, that my, it says Rabbi Tarfon, my animal, which is actually a tum in your yard, but pays Nezek Shalem. Now, it's a tum in your yard, pays Nezek Shalem, and it's a Kabachomer from Keren in Ushuda Rabbim. Now, Keren Shalabim pays Migufo. So, if I'm going to have a Kabachomer, if a Keren in Ushuda Rabbim, Pays kachatzi nezek, right? Then certainly my animal in your yard is going to pay nezek, correct? So now you want that's a kavachomer. If in a, in a public place it pays chatzi nezek, surely in a private place in your backyard is going to pay nezek. That's a kavachomer. How much more so in your private place? But now we've got a rule. Remember, dayo You can't have a kavachomer which brings with it a punishment which is greater than the initial source you learned from. Because it's a kavachomer, how much more so? We know that in there, so much more so it should be over here. Because it's obvious there, if it's obvious here, so if it's there, then pashut here. But the din in, a, in a Rishra Rabim is migufo for chatzik keren. So the kavachomer that I'm going to pay in your place, even though we're telling you it's nezek shalem, that's because it's in your backyard, but he says it's from the kavachomer, you can't bring a bigger punishment than the original punishment. So it's, it's nezek shalem, but it's still limited migufo. Everybody follow that? That's very, very important. That's important for Nizikim. We've got to understand that concept. Right? He says over here, right? He says, Dayo lavo minadin liot kenidon. What's the nidon? The Kavachome was learned from the Karen in the Shuta Rabim. The punishment of Rabim is maximum, is Chatzinus, but it's maximum on the body of the animal. So that when I schlep that Kavachome into your private yard, a punishment can't be more than from the body of the animal as well. So even that's Chatzinus, even that Nezek Shalem says uh, Rabbi Tarfon. But it's always limited to the value of the animal. That's what he wants to say. So that's where we get it. So what, if you find Rabbi Tarfon say from a for yes, because it's a kavachomer from uh, from Kerim Shtarabi. So most of us understand. But Rabbi Tarfon like that dayo, so that would be beautiful. But Rabbi Tarfon in this principle of dayo is an hold of dayo. Not everybody agrees with this principle of dayo that you can't have uh, 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 more than what the basis was. Rabbi Tarfon is one of them. He has an hold of dayo. So the Gemara says ki like that dayo. The Gemara says no. Ki like that dayo. Have the mafrich kavachomer. He says, no, Rabbi Tarfon would say, doesn't, not that he never holds of Dayo. Rabbi Tarfon says that Dayo, if you're going to use Dayo as a result of Dayo, you can't have a Kavachomer. It knocks out the Kavachomer, then you wouldn't learn Dayo. But if it doesn't knock out the Kavachomer, you could use, learn Dayo. Yeah, it wouldn't knock out the Kavachomer. Because your know, Kavachomer is, we've got Karen in Ushtarab in a public place, you Chayev Chatzidezek. I in a private place, you're certainly going to be Chayev. That Kavachomer works. And the fact that we're limiting the, 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 the damages to the value of the ox doesn't affect the Kavachomer. You'll still pay damages up to the value of the ox. So you'll pay more than Chatzin Nezek, but still up to the value of the ox. Now we're running late, uh, but I just couldn't move on a little bit further. Right? So that's the question. The question is now Gufa. Let's quickly go. Now we finished that sugar. The question is Gufa. By Rav, Rav, yes, and so That's our question originally asked. Rav says, remember, we brought that question which we tried to answer through Rav Lazar. We didn't answer it. The Gemara is a question. Rabbi says, "Is the hadar too strong or not? Is it like Karen Dabile or do we have a Toledah regel? Do we compare it to Karen or do we have a Toledah regel? Now, Toledah regel would be what? Would be Chatz? Would be Nezek Shale? So the Gemara brings a big last time. Right to be so. Tosh Mahidus. Elu Mavi Yeshu Mimarei Zemuad. The Gemara is very Hidus. 
and a chicken tongue jumping around is always a, a muad. If it was, if it danced around and packed off a stone, my love going to avatlata zibe. Are we talking about a case where the animal did it three times? Ubahaka, that's the machloket. That's why the yesh omim said that it is muad because it had done it three times, and that's the word says no. The chad we're talking about one kind of time. We're talking about sumchus for rabbanan kibifta guy, and we the same machlok we're talking about sumchus and rabbanan. Sumchus is a dekshalem, muad means a dekshalem, and rabbanan say chatzin ezek and 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 lo muad means chatzin ezek. Let's end up over here. Ah, stop.